0: Now, yes, as I promised you, the interview. So the interview that we do have is with the founder and director of Project Dignity, Sue Barnes. So the number of girls in South Africa comes to 9 million. They fall into the age bracket of between 13 and 19 years of age. This is the age gap where they are likely to encounter and experience menstruation. So these girls don't have access to sanitary wear as uh, that they are at risk of falling behind in school. Their education is then hindered by 25 percent. And when you tally that up, all those one weeks actually add up to potentially nine in uh, one school year and that is just too much education to miss out on as you can see why it's such a dilemma and it's such a tremendous setback in their schooling years and ultimately their future as well you know at the same time the school systems from rural areas are not fully equipped to provide healthy disposable methods of feminine hygiene products and the pressing issue here is that they can they're like I said they can miss up to nine weeks of school and also for, this is for something that is beyond absolutely beyond their control and this hindrance actually compromises their ability to be on the same level academically as their male peers and thankfully there is a sustainable solution in the form of a washable sanitary towel okay and in the form of a washable sanitary towel and now i actually do have sue barnes on the line waiting to talk to us uh hello Uh, good morning sue Good morning. Thank you for having me on your show. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us about Project Dignity. I hope you're well. I- I'd like to start off by asking you what inspired you to start Project Dignity. Uh, describe that moment that you decided this is what you wanted to commit to.
1: Well, about six years ago, my daughter came home from school with a letter asking us to donate and panties to the school. So I was very curious as to why, because she was very young, she was menstruating. So I went into the school to inquire, you know, what this request was for. And they were working with an uh, organisation, working in the community, looking after three schools in particular in Amawati, which is just outside Durban. And they were, every month, they were collecting sanitary pads to keep the girls in these three schools in school, because they realised they were missing school when they were menstruating. And they were doing aftercare uh, programs with these girls to get them, you know, improve their school work. So then they realized these girls like, were coming and they're falling more and more behind. So they were putting a call out everywhere for people to donate sanitary pads so they could keep these girls in school. So I just thought, no, this is like ridiculous. You know, my child was at a, a remedial school; she yes, has dyslexia. Absolutely. And I just thought if she had to fall behind, mm. I mean, there's no way she'd catch up. You know, that's so the thing. I don't know. And I had to do something to try and help these girls in these three schools. So I did. I designed this uh, washable sanitary pad, um, which is obviously a sustainable option, and then I donated it to these girls in these three schools. And then I started getting calls from more schools and more principals saying, oh, we've heard about your project, and, you know, please, we'd also like to be receiving some of these. We also have the problem in our school. So then I had to start manufacturing these to distribute them. So what started off is just a... Like a healthy street girl has now turned into a big program that we distribute pads throughout South Africa. And then we also realized when we were giving the pads to the girls, they were asking us all sorts of questions about menstruation and personal hygiene and that. Oh my gosh, these girls don't even know about their bodies and how it works and the menstrual cycle. So I put together a whole educational program. Yes, so, yes. when we go to the schools and just to be prepared, we now offer the full educational program on personal hygiene, menstruation, puberty, just to give a little knowledge about their body, senior the hygiene, to equip them, you know, with how their body functions and, you know, the
0: cycle, and and that's the thing because it's not just about providing products. These girls want to know more about their own health because unfortunately, like some of them come from child-reared homes and there isn't a mother figure or there isn't someone to actually teach them about that. So you are definitely a savior to these girls because now they can feel as though they have got the confidence to uh, be more armed, uh, to be more uh, informed about their own health and also in regards to just being able to complete school accordingly. Because definitely, I think. There's a much bigger picture here. It's also in the long run it, it affects our economy it affects gender equity so I, I really commend you for what you've done and um, I'd also just like to just pose this question um, also Project Dignity it's been described as an extension of subs pads and panties so please can you tell us how subs pads work I think it's an extraordinary invention I love the thought that went into it the packaging it was It's every, every single little detail just struck me as just being so well thought out so how can these girls use them and what are the varieties of subs packs available?
1: Okay, so the, um, the subs pack, it comes in like a black drawstring bag, so yes. girls can carry, carry their product around with confidence and you know, nobody can see in the packet and it's theirs to keep.
0: Yes. And then
1: we have different um, pack options. We have a pack that lasts for three years and we have one that lasts for five years. And the three-year pack contains two pairs of panties and six washable sanitary pads. And in it we also have little um off bags. So when they soil the pads at school, they can put them in the a to take them home to wash them.
0: Yes, yes. So,
1: you know, they, um, a lot of the schools don't have running water, and also they don't have water in the bathrooms. So if the girls go to the bathroom, they they, they don't even, can't wash their hands, you know, they won't be able to wash the pads. So
0: Absolutely. they can put
1: them into the bag, yes. and they can take it home to wash it. And then the five-year pack has three panties and nine pads. Yes. So that, um, there's a price difference. Obviously, the one's 150 and the one's 220 Right. So it, um, it depends what the funder or the person who's buying you know, can afford, uh, which pack we give to the girls.
0: Oh, that's... Yeah, so yeah. It quite an awesome... Yeah, it's a quite a nice option for the girls. They can choose what they want to yes. last thing. You and know, I- and I, I love I love the way that it's all packaged, and I understand that I mean this is this is cost effective in itself. I mean, if you had to compare, I mean, for instance, uh, sanitary packs cl- uh, cost about let's say uh, 60, 60 rand uh, just just an average pack of pads, and it now two could be used just in one menstrual cycle, and for an entire year that could lead to well over a thousand. Because um, what happens is that if you had to tally that up, that's how much a working woman would spend in a year just on feminine products, and it's not even that; it's the other accessories such as your painkiller and, you know, all everything else that goes along with it. and Yes. yes. So I, I love I love how you've taken everything into consideration. And I understand there are also pricing options for the subs pads. Uh, so what are those pricing options?
1: Well, the three-year pack is 150 rand. Okay. And the five-year pack is 220 rand. Yes. Um, which, it's is it really reasonable. So the girl is getting her panties and her pads because we also have the issue of the girls not having underwear. Yes.
0: So... Yeah, so we're solving the issue of the girls not having underwear and now giving us
1: the sanitary pads, the yep. washable sanitary pads.
0: And 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 I, I just, I, like I said, I love just the whole thoughtfulness behind it. And how long did it actually take to research all of this and in regards to putting it all together?
1: It took me about eight months to okay. get the product 100%. Um, obviously, there were a few different designs and types that I did and, um, after wear trialing trying and. I could only wear a trial once a month because I was bleeding once a month. So I'd make yes. something and try it and then, you know, improve a bit and then wait next month and try it again. And yeah, so it was quite an awesome um, procedure and exciting time for to be able to design it. And yeah, we've had it patented. Right, and yes. It said, it's yes, absorbency approved. So yes. it's a proper, you know, proper product. It works well. And it's been endorsed by a gynecologist and a pharmacist.
0: Oh, stunning! Perfect. It's
1: a Perfect. health product. Yes, it has no chemicals or gels that are contained in the disposable pads, and, and no one can't be, they no, can't be allergic to it. Um, oh, brilliant! Called Thrush.
0: Uh, oh, no, fantastic! No
1: infections, no itches. Yeah, so it's it's a health product as well, which is really great. so
0: eco-friendly, hypoallergenic. That's eco-friendly, that's. Absolutely. yeah. Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, a, I, I love that, and also I just what and, and and throughout those eight months, what challenges did you actually encounter?
1: Well, it was just uh, trying to find the right fabrics. I yes. mean, I had worked in um, a trading companies in you know, my career, so that's what, right. So I wasn't aware of all the different types of fabrics and their properties and what they can do. But um, in South Africa, we had a uh, problem where all our fabric manufacturers, well, a lot of them, have closed down because the. Um, the, the clothing manufacturing industry all moved to China. Yes. And so did all the, the big factories of manufacturing fabrics. So it was a matter of trying to source all the fabrics to, um, you know, to, to, so they do have the right properties of what they do. Because um, on the outside of the fabric is a hydrophobic, which True. allows the blood to go through it, but it keeps the body dry. Yes. So you're not wet, you know, just as you're wearing it, and so it doesn't cause a rash. So now to source all the different fabrics was a. Um, yeah, quite a thing, but uh, yeah, I managed to get it right, and the product works wonderfully. I mean, it's very comfortable, it's yes. very soft. It's, yeah.
0: Oh, that's it's that, that's perfect. Yeah. Everything is just being taken care of, and um, I just wanted to also just to ask you uh, just in regards to just the broader. Uh, notion and concept of menstruation um why do you think after so many attempts to destigmatize it why is it still in this day and age considered such an undesirable topic when it shouldn't be and uh like what what can we do to actually um destigmatize it because at the end of the day it is something that is beyond a woman's control a young girl's control and it is just part of the natural process of of preparing the the body for um having a child one day so what what can we do yeah, well, you know,
1: I think in a lot of many cultures in South Africa it's a taboo subject. They just don't talk about it.
0: Yes, yes. Um, people
1: don't talk about sex openly. They don't Absolutely. talk about, yeah, you know, menstruation. And that's what we're doing. We're going around, we're talking about it. We're making the girls open up to to start the conversation about um sex about menstruation, you know, um the female uh, reproductive organs just to talk about it so people are aware and um I, I think it's very important that girls know what's going on in their body. They know about sex. They know about menstruation. We also teach the girls that they have the right to say no, so if somebody touches their body. Because in a, um, in a lot of cultures as well, women don't have a say. They don't, you know, they they can't say what happens to their bodies or who can touch them or, you know, what happens. So we teach them that they have the right to say no. If Absolutely. That they should respect their bodies. Yes. Guard themselves. You know that. It, it's their body, and their body ultimately is their future. I mean, if a girl falls pregnant, the boy runs off, she's ultimately responsible, which impacts on her empowering herself, you know, getting a, a better career for herself. So, yeah, you know, we go around, we we also educating the girls on that, that empowerment and the right for what, you know, human rights, basic human rights. And, um, yeah, so I think it's very important for us to be able to let it be an open conversation for people to talk about it, and we like to empower the girls with the information so they can in turn go on in their communities and empower other women with it. So they can tell their friends or their cousins or their sisters, whatever, yes. about their bodies, about you know, what's going to happen. It's natural to, to menstruate. Everybody's going to do it. Yes. And it's not a dirty
0: thing. That's the it's thing. It's being branded as
1: a dirty thing. It's Absolute, not dirty.
0: Yeah, yes. I,
1: and our, our blood is not dirty, you
0: know. There's nothing dirty about it. <laughs> uh, yes, no, I, ab- I absolutely agree. I mean, as as a woman, I, am, I, I also grow increasingly frustrated that uh, there actually aren't, maybe there aren't enough men who are also enlightened. So how important... Do you feel that it is to talk to boys because it's not just a woman issue, because at the end of the day, when it comes to conceiving a child, there is male involvement. So um, eventually there will be. So, you know, it's, it's, it's only part of it's only natural. So um, how, how important it is, do you feel that it ne- that we also need to talk to boys at a certain age about it? Because they also need to put themselves in the shoes of, uh, of teenage girls and what they're facing because yeah, of this it's extremely
1: important yes you know the boys need to know as much as the girls what what's happening and also boys need to be educated on on male health you know what's happening to their bodies how they're changing and yes. you know and also that they don't have the right to abuse women and think that they're in charge and they can you know absolutely do what they want to them yeah. yes they talk to women any way they want women have, they have rights you know so i think it's very important yes because both male and females are educated
0: that's that's the thing and i also i think it should actually be a mutual exchange where we should equally um we should as women we should also equally enlighten ourselves on um what on males on, ma- on male sexual health as well and just in order for us to gain some sort of mutual understanding and i actually think that well, especially in this case because um it's actually quite important to discuss it because i was actually talking to a friend of mine earlier about this whole situation and she said to me that uh, she actually saw a, a video on Facebook where they were asking young men what, uh, what pads were without telling them. And some of them gave the most alarming answers, saying that it was a shin pad, saying that it was for the outfit, that it was what you saw in, um, you know, at the elbow for a jacket and just, just the, the most alarming things. And I actually, yes, I actually I, I, I do have a caller on the line uh, who would actually like to ask you a question. Her cool. name, yes. Her name is Tebo and she is calling from gardens. Hello Tebo. Oh lovely. How are you? Hi Tebo. Oh okay. All right. Uh hello Tebo. Hi table hi, hello, yes, um okay, so I think we have actually we actually have lost Debo, but we'll try and get to again. hello oh, hi Debo, can you me? hear me yes, yes, I can hi, yes. hi, how are you? welcome to the show um,
2: yeah i'm I'm saying I just don't understand this hype about girls missing school because they're menstruating you know it it just puzzles me that the way this whole campaign about collecting sanitary towels for school, girls who are in impoverished areas, it's as if girls are menstruating for the first time ever in the, you know, in this country in recent years. Whereas in the bad old days under apartheid, girls never missed miss schools because they were up, menstruating. In fact, in the urban areas, they knew that on a monthly basis they could go to the clinic, like they went to the clinic for the uh, uh, family planning tablets or whatever, that they can collect sanitary towels free of charge. Uh, so I, I don't, not that I'm not I'm not sympathetic or or I don't understand, but it's just. It just doesn't make sense to me because it's now even become a... Probably that's what irritates me more. It has even become a, a political tool that people use to campaign, you know? We'll be distributing with we'll school... Uh, sanitary towels to school going a uh, girls so that they not, don't miss schools and school and all that. Uh, and you've, what, what you've... even what I even find... Surprising that the same girls who are said to be impoverished have cell phones. They never are without a time. Mm. Surely they should be taught to prioritize that having your sanitary towel uh, is more important than having a time, you know, to be chatting with with your buddies on.
0: Oh, Matebo, you actually know it. You make you do make some very valid points. Thank thank you so much for raising that, especially the last two when it comes to prioritizing. Um, I'm mm. actually going to ask uh, Sue what her thoughts are on that. Um, how would you like to answer that question, Sue? Well, you know, I
1: think that um, as Lebo said, that the, the sanitary pads used to be available to girls. And, unfortunately, now they're not available anymore. So it is a problem, which means that girls are compromised um, with the education as opposed to boys. And, yes, I do hear what they were saying about the airtime. But, you know, girls, it, it, it's a its a more expensive item than airtime, and um, girls need a lot more pads and every month. So, yeah, and girls do need to prioritise. I, I do get that, and um, I think that's the whole thing in the... Um, the the culture. I think that people don't have uh, what's important to them first. But um, I think for me, the most important thing is to get the girls educated. So I will campaign to give the girls sanitary pads and make it available to them for free, um, especially the girls in impoverished areas. Um, The parents can't afford a school fees, And when I'm out in real rural areas, a lot of the girls don't have cell phones. there's no shops around for them to be buying sanitary pads. Even if they had the money, they just can't buy them. There's just no shops around. So, yeah, I think it's important to give uh, the girls their basic needs. And sanitary pads are definitely a need. You know, it's a a basic need. And I also feel that times are moving forward and um, girls are aware of sanitary pads. We're in the old days. That I think they used to use cloth, girls. Use sand and leaves. It's very unhygienic what they are have been using. So yeah, uh, as the times are moving and products are being developed, let's try and get what we can to the girls to to be able to keep them in school and educate them. And of course, our population is getting bigger, so we need to to get our girls ahead, empower them to make something of their lives, uh, get them out of that um, poverty. Oh, you know, if we want them to achieve more in life than they have been achieving. So, yeah, I think we need to give girls the tools so that they can make something of their lives.
0: Absolutely. And just in, uh, just adding to what you were saying about just um, ensuring that you educate them, I think because we are now at an age where we are now... We have more access to information now than we ever had, and also yeah. that's that's that is why this has become such an important issue, and also because as the stats are being released, it's actually more staggering and more shocking because we already have a problem with basic education within our country. Now this adding to that plight. Just has to highlight that issue, and also the fact is, it's about it's about uh, restoring dignity to these goals. Because at the end of the day, they want an education, they want to go to school, and we just want them to be uh, better versions of themselves, and to also just to be empowered. And you know, at the end of the day, it's it's it has to it's, it's a daily issue. It's something that is beyond their control. And if there are organizations that can equip them with certain tools, especially on an educational basis, I I say we should welcome it because this yes, actually brings change. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes. You know, there is a difference
1: in equality in um, in races. I'm not saying that, um, you know, I don't want to get political or whatever, but right. I just feel that, that every woman has the right to an education. So if, if she comes from an impoverished background, well, let's do something to help them, you know? Let's, let's get out there and do something, and, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get to all the, all the girls. Um, and also, the product is not only for poor people. I mean, it's a health product, it's a sustainable option, it's comfortable, it's eco-friendly. I have a lot of uh, wealthy people that are buying it because of those qualities, you know, that they want to be able to feel that they've got the sanitary pads at home every month they don't have to buy them. We're not discarding sanitary pads every month. In rural areas, they don't have refuse removal. So what's actually happening to these sanitary pads? They're piling up in rubber sheets and it's extremely unhealthy. So, yeah, we're just trying to obviously help our land, help our um, our, our environment. You know, it, everything's getting uh, full. There's more people, there's more rubbish. So, yeah, let's, let's try and get on top of some issues and Help the planet, the growing,
0: our uh, growing of our planet. You know. <laughs> yes, and exactly that is the thing. It's about it's about providing sustainable solutions, because when it comes to this topic, uh, we also need to look at what we can provide. I mean, for instance, with what I love about subs packs is that they last for five years. That is what actually drew me to finding out more about yes. that. Yes, and um, also. I'd just like to, to just reiterate that, you know, we do, have, we do have the line open. So remember to dial 21 to share any more views that you may have. Um, Matebo, I'm going to have to say goodbye because we are, we're going to um, actually just uh, get some more calls in. And do you have any mm-hmm. closing comments before, uh, before you depart? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm not disputing that the fact that the
2: environment needs to be protected and what have you. Yes. Um, that is a good product, but I. I just feel that the whole situation is is exaggerated. Like I'm saying, it's, it's actually been used by political parties as a as a tool for campaigning. Yes. It's going to be giving. Uh, that's why the government is also now on the bandwagon, as if this has never been done in this country before but that's that's the other part that I'm just yeah. So that irritates me about the whole thing.
0: No, look, yes, yes, you do. You do raise a very, a very valid point about that. I mean, it's also about the intention because once you use it mm-hmm. for, for campaigning, backpedaling, whatever, and for, the, for, for the just for the sole intention of garnering votes, then it's not, mm-hmm. nec- it's not about the girl's interests at heart at all. So I mm-hmm. do share that sentiment, but I'm going to have to leave it there. Thank you, Tebbo, for calling, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. You okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Okay. All right. So the topic of conversation is about Project Dignity. I am actually with uh, Sue Barnes. She has joined me, and uh, we are just talking about the importance of it. And now, just getting back to uh, certain questions as well. Um, I'd actually just like to to ask you one more thing in regards to what your experience with Project Dignity, Sue. What's been the most memorable activation to date? Because I understand you've been addressing many schools.
1: Yes, well, yeah, we've handed out over 55,000 packs, which means we've reached over 55,000 girls in South Africa. Oh,
0: that's extraordinary. And,
1: um, yeah, you see, we go to a school, we'll um, give a pack to the girls, we'll, we'll educate them, and then we can move on to another school, so we don't have to go back to schools all the time, you know. Yes. Once you've given a girl a pack, it lasts her for five years. Absolutely. Which means we can achieve so much more and yes. see and, you know, give so much more to the girls. And um, there's one school in particular that we have been back to quite a few times because as the grade 8s are coming in every year, yes. um, we go back to give the grade 8s every year. Absolutely, And yes. it's a school that's quite close to us, and we have a sponsor that assists us with that particular school, which is really awesome. So we've seen girls through a whole, that school now from grade 8 to matric. They've left school, and it's, it's been quite awesome for us to, to work with the girls, and um, we've done plenty of surveys with them. Are yeah, they using the product? the positives and negatives. Yes. I mean, we want negatives as well because we want to be able to um, deal with the issues because we're trying to make girls' lives easier. So Absolutely. if we have the negatives, then we can change it or, you know, make a solution, have right. to find a solution to the yes. problem. So we can assist the girls with their, uh, their schooling and their, you know, to keep them in school. So, yeah, we, we are assisting the girls. We're educating them. Yes. It's just incredible to... To, to work with the girls. There's so many beautiful young girls out there in this country that are aspiring to, they want to be uh, pilots and doctors and they have amazing careers that they want to, they want to achieve in life.
0: Yes, absolutely. So
1: let's give them the tools. Yes. And basic education is the only way they're going to get there.
0: No, absolutely. So, you, know. you know, and actually I do have a caller on the line who'd love to ask you a question. His name is Gertie and sure. is from Newlands. Hello, Gerti. Good morning.
3: I, I, yes, I just want to say I'm an 82-year-old lady. Yes, uh, good and morning. My ma- yes. And oh. my mind now goes back to the days when we were young. Firstly, your Your mother never spoke to you about what was going to happen when it happened the first time you thought you were going to die. You know, you didn't know what was going (laughs) on.
0: No, true. It's a shock. Absolutely. Or did you (laughs) jump
3: over the high horse at school too high or hurt yourself? You know, you just didn't know. You were in a terrible state. But those days, they didn't talk about these things. But anyway, um, we used to just use flannel. There were no such things as, as, as these sanitary towels and those sort of yes. things. And uh, we, we also had to just wash them. They obviously are not as nice as the ones that they are making now for them. But I, I just want to uh, congratulate this young lady who started this and uh, thank her for doing that because it's oh. it's, it's really important for a young girl to feel comfortable while she's having
4: you yes. Know,
3: I think, yeah, it is. People understand yeah. what's going on, but also a, it's it's just so nice if the parents, their mother, could just explain to them before it happens. And and Please, that's, always, that is you see, I, that I said, is. I didn't, I didn't know. I thought I was going sh- <laughs> to die. I uh, my eldest brother who is got Oh, quite a bit older than me um he was 21 when i was born so he was quite a bit older than me he okay. saw that something was wrong and he meant to tell my mother and that's how it came you know she came to see me and talk to me so but that's what wow. we used to uh,
4: have to do
3: we didn't wow. have toilet wow. rolls and things like that you know i grew up poor yes. but oh, um, wow. yeah but just just for that and is there any way one could perhaps donate towards uh, these parents for kids?
0: Yes. How, how yes, does one absolutely. become a partner? Yes. Yes. Okay. But, so we have but, a webpage.
3: Um, what don't we, give you me a website. Don't give me a website. I'm not into that anymore. I was uh, a secretary okay. all my life, from the age of fifteen, I'm now eighty two. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want to see a computer or have anything to do with it. so uh, you, you could get hold of us. You
1: know. Um, I'll leave my phone number and you could phone and I will yes. give you the banking details and okay. if you'd like to deposit the money for the or project that would be wonderful
0: okay. absolutely incredible yes and um, sorry Gauti um, Mohale our producer he can provide you with the contacts off air we do have another caller waiting on the line uh, Peter from Durbanville but thank you Gertie, for your personal experience uh, we thank you so much um, so now we thank have you. got uh, Peter on the line from Durbanville Hello, good. Peter.
5: Good. Ach, yeah. How are you?
0: Hello, Peter. Can you hear yes. me?
5: Yes, I can yes. hear you. Yes, hi. Can how are you doing me? this morning? I'm good, and you?
0: I'm good, thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, what well, questions yeah. do
5: you have? Uh, I've m- More of a comment. Sure. Um I think, uh, yeah, I do think this whole campaign of providing sanitary pads is good and well, but I think along with it should come education. And uh, especially with uh, reproductive health education to the girls, and with uh, with regard to contraception. And um, I think and and I think that should go hand in hand, um, because I mean, obviously, if the girls are menstruating, it means, you know, there is possible, you know, the possibility of of, of a pregnancy as well. And I think that's what we are losing. In this whole in this whole thing, is that uh, the girls should be educated in the process of um, what it means to be menstruating. It means that they, you know, can can conceive, and I think that should actually be more of our focus: is uh, to provide contraception to these girls, um, yeah, rather than just um, sanitary pads, yeah.
1: Yes, I, I actually agree with you 100%. Yes. So we are going around to the schools and we are educating the girls on puberty menstruation. And um, you know, our focus is because we've developed this product to assist the girls is obviously to give them the energy pads. But um, I agree with you. I think that the, uh, the contraceptive is, is imperative. Um, we can't force girls to take contraceptive. So we do uh, educate them on all the different types of contraceptives that are available. And we encourage the girls go to their local clinics because that's where they can get the contraceptive but we, we also encourage them to go with partners, so partners are aware what's going on and also for HIV testing yeah so the education program is really informative for the girls so it's it's a an all rounder and I, I really really appreciate your comment because I think that, that it's very important contraceptive
0: yes I, yes peter um i also i also agree with you two hundred percent and also just flipping it on its head slightly i mean I know that there was a lot of um just a, a lot of a, a lot of resistance. met when um, we had that initiative where we had flavored condoms that were produced, but uh, the whole thing was that this put this uh, priority on the back burner. And already there had already been a, a solution, and they were widely and they're now widely widely available. So instead, that could have been invested in uh, just funding projects like. Project dignity, and um, just to just to also bring that into the discussion. So I also find that quite interesting. But now at least we are bringing focus to restoring girls' dignity and educating them at the same time. So I, I thank you for that comment, Peter. Very but, insightful. But but
5: but 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 see, my point is now you am trying to educate the girls but I think you should be trying to educate the men as well yes, and I think absolutely. that's a big problem that we have with South African men is is is, is that they want to see their women as fertile and right. uh, they want to see their women carrying children and they want to see their women menstruating because that means they are fertile and that and and i mean i think that's the essence of the problem is is, is this whole thing that, that that men sort of demand the woman to be fertile and produce a child etc i mean and it opens a whole new debate we, uh, that I don't want to get into now, but it's a whole I other show. It, yes, yes. But I mean, there's there's um yeah there's such a lot of issues. I mean, these these girls, I mean, should actually all be on contraceptives. And there's there's such good contraceptives that could like stop them from menstruating. I mean, they could have a, an injection, they could have a, a like a like a subdermal implant, etc. That would solve this whole problem, but that would mean that they are not menstruating, and then all of a sudden the the men would think that are not fertile and would not you know want to be with them so um i think this issue um is is actually quite you know quite deep
2: no yes, it, yes. it is very deep you hit the nail on the head
1: there and also it's a custom you know it's a custom that people grew up grew up with in their communities and to be able to try and change that custom it's a yeah it's a big thing like how does one go around the Around doing that, but and it does start with basic education for boys, so you are right. We, yeah. We, no, need I, I, no, no, I, we need to be able to tackle
5: that. We need to target the men. I think that's that's the mm. issue, um, uh, and the men's sort of expectations of women and and, and what they expect of women, and, and, and that is what, what the essence is. And I'm, we're not going to turn anything around yes. with regard to sexual health and contraception and the birth rate and the abortion rate and everything if we don't yes. start educating the men and sort of change the whole attitude about this whole thing. Yes.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yes. So, Peter, we we agree wholeheartedly with your sentiment. Um, so, we thank you so much for your comment. We do have another caller on the line. So, we want to just thank you for contributing to the discussion, and this will hopefully change the narrative. So, thank you so much, Peter. All right. And now we have got Liz uh, from Kells River. Hello, Liz. Hi.
4: Um, um, I've just been listening to, to Peter's conversation, right?
0: Yes. Um,
4: I don't think it's valid, quite frankly, because you guys go on about um, contraception and and and, and maybe sanitary pads for women and girls. I can't believe that the girls don't know that they need things like this. Okay. And, and having said that, um, I, I still cannot believe that I need to lean on anybody to supply it to them, okay? And, and I'm well aware of the fact that um, maybe they don't have the money to buy sanitary pads, but then again... um. Do they need to lean on everybody else for sandwich beds? I don't know.
0: Well, the thing is, um, yes, Liz, I I hear what you're saying. Thank you for your question. Um, And, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, you also have to consider where these girls are coming from. And as much as they do, they may be in a position where they are receiving social grants. At the end of the day, with the price of what sanitary products, feminine hygiene products cost. I mean, even myself as a working woman, I found it quite astounding that the prices are so astronomical that we're being so taxed on, some, on taxed on something uh, or priced on something that is considered or priced as a luxury when in fact it's a necessity. It's something that's beyond our control. So the same thing goes for these girls. They're not able to supply these products uh, so while well, they're not able to replenish them on a regular basis, which is where oh, yes, Project no. Dignity steps in. And um, I don't I don't know, Sue, would you like to add anything to that? It's not a luxury, uh, um,
4: it's a
0: necessity. Absolutely, it's a necessity. The girls have to have it. I mean,
1: and a lot of these girls, you, you know, if they, the family gets their grant, maybe they've got 40 rand or 20 rand left over at the end of the month. They're certainly not going to be buying sanitary pads when they need food. And uh, also, okay. a lot of these girls live in far-out areas where they just can't access pads, you know, they just can't get to the shops. It's 30 rand to get to a taxi Another 30 rand to buy their pads or 40 rand, whatever the ones they're buying, and they just actually don't have the money to do that. You know, food is important. There's a lot more um, when these pressing families. They've got the big numbers in the families. And, yeah, sanitary pads, unfortunately, is not on top of their agenda, and therefore the girls are missing school. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nasty circle that we're just trying to break to give the girls a necessity, a basic necessity that they need, Administration is something that's going to happen. It's natural. Just give them something sustainable to help them and keep
0: them in school. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely yes. I, I I agree with your sentiment, Sue. Because at the end of the day, um, a lot of these goals come from child-reared households. These could be the eldest da- the eldest um, children in the family, and that money can actually go towards feeding their siblings. So, I mean, there is yeah. a natural parental parental instinct and inclination to sacrifice their own needs first and put their siblings um, um, to put their siblings first and sacrifice their own needs to ensure that their siblings get yes. what they need. And the money that's left left over can barely cover enough for a week's worth of food. So this yeah. this is why uh, just stepping in, having these sort of um, cost-effective solutions and just... Providing these two girls, knowing that this option is available, is such a li- is such it's such a godsend to them because you're changing yes. their life and you're actually making them aware that they do have options and that they are free to make certain choices and that they can move beyond that level of poverty. So I I, I do agree with what you're saying, Sue. Yeah.
2: and also
1: most of the well, not most, but a lot of girls are in childhood headed homes. Yes, the grants don't cover looking after all the, the children in the childhood at homes. And if there's a boy in charge of the home, the last thing that he's going to be worried about is providing sanitary care for the sister or the cousin or... Exactly. After.
2: Yes. You know, yes.
1: Because so, boys don't understand it. No, you know, they don't know about it. They don't understand it. Yes, they're not going to be assisting the girls. The girls, they they suffer. They do. They suffer.
0: Yes, and and that's the thing. And also, I mean, just just in regards to boys, um, not not understanding. And it's just it's just a thing of where there's also the stigma about what kind of people we become when we have our cycle. So that doesn't make yeah. yes that we we become these <laughs> monsters, <laughs> or just or just emotionally unstable. So that. <laughs> doesn't really add to that. I'm going to go right. back to Les now. Um, hello, Les? Ladies. Yes. Ladies. So,
4: yes. Yes, Les. Right. I've listened to what you have to say. And um, how do you account for the fact that one of the... And I'm trying not to be sexist here, okay? How, one of the people you're talking about are more interested in having a top-of-the-range phone and they the package
0: of sanity to um, Okay, so yes, the, the, uh, a previous caller also uh, did touch upon that. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, in regards to this, yes, that that's an individualistic decision. Unfortunately, that's something that this organization doesn't have control over when it comes to people's priorities. Yeah. We're just, they're just there to that provide so. that option. So yes, I mean, yes, I, I have... I, I do understand yes.
4: that. I'm 69 years old. And really, when I grew up, my sisters, right? They used whatever it was to to dignify themselves. So I have a problem. Why don't people dignify themselves instead of taking the handout?
0: Okay, Um, Sue, is there anything you'd like to add to that comment?
1: Yes, I, I would like to add something that um, in in the old days and the, um, I want to say, more affluent, um, so I'm not sure, Liz, of the background of your financial status, but just what, okay. on my experience, and okay, working no. with girls in rural areas, they don't have access to cloths. They don't, I mean, at least they're going to tear up their clothes, which they don't have a lot of clothes. You know, these girls don't have a, a means. So, you know, and... As I can say, I am in a position where I've manufactured this product. I go out there and I raise funds to get them made to give these girls to assist them. You know the fact is that the girls are not going to school they are missing school, so I'm trying to step in and do something to assist the girls um, right. I, do believe self-help. I believe in self help I believe in self help one hundred percent and I also don't believe in just handouts but you're in oh, issues where they are not,
4: that's so all I wanted to know. So, you don't yeah. so, out, okay, so, don't help anybody. The, yeah. before,
0: the thing ever. is, the thing is, so the the whole because the, the whole um, aim and goal of this initiative is to help girls who cannot help themselves to begin with. Their options are very limited, and even in regards to using certain materials, I've heard of stories where you have homeless women on the streets who actually have reused. Uh, used sanitary pads or those that actually go and wash themselves in the ocean because they have nowhere else to wash and they've got nowhere yeah. else to actually feel clean and dignified so the thing is when you have limited options this is where this is a solution and also for women like that it's it's not it's not to uh, have this as a crutch their entire journey as women. This is just to give them a leg a leg up instead of giving them a hand out. So there's nothing wrong with asking for help when you do not have any means or any tools. It's when you ask for the tools and you use those tools going forward. That is when you can then, at a certain point, when you are equipped, you can stand on your own. Um, so I'm actually, you know what, we're going to have to wrap up this discussion. But Sue, just in closing, um, I'd like to just ask you, for the listeners right now who want to know how they can actually actually get to, uh, to get in contact with you? Uh, how, how can they do so? And how can they become partners?
1: Okay, they can um, go onto our page where there's contact numbers, there's email addresses, there's donate buttons, there's purchase buttons. So people can actually buy to donate themselves to other people through our webpage, um, which is www.subzpads.ca.za and that's S-U-B-Z-P-A-D-S um yeah you can go on there sign out about the work we're do, doing where we're going the education program by you can buy the packs we also have a full range for incontinence and um, for the elderly because now that's for the elderly it's obviously an everyday issue not just a once a month issue um so yeah we we offer for elderly as well we don't unfortunately uh raise funds and donate to the elderly like we do for the school girls the product okay. is available Um, yeah, so they can go on our webpage, have a look and donate or purchase. We have a lot of people that do buy packs to to pass on, to empower others. So, yeah, it's a lovely program working with just wonderful people. Uh,
0: uh, Thank you, Sue. Thank you so much for for joining us. Um, We wish Project Dignity Grows from Strength to Strength, all the best in future uh, projects and endeavors. And yes, if you are looking as a listener to support, please do. This is a wonderful initiative. Thank you for being a pioneer in restoring young girls' dignity. Thank you so much, Sue. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. It's a pleasure, Sue. Thank you so much. All right. That was Sue Barnes of Project Dignity. You're listening to...